0: The Bulletin Time to catch up with another newsman to talk the issues of the day or stupid topics depending what type of mood I'm in Senior journalist at RNZ Sports commentator Mr Ben Strang is a good friend of the show and he is back Ben, good morning
1: Kelda, how how are things going? Are you you feeling in the swing of things this week? Uh, Big week?
0: No mate, uh, complete nervous wreck Complete nervous wreck (laughs) Absolutely, um, and a lot of South African rugby fans are enjoying me being a complete nervous freak on social media, um, but we'll leave that for another day. Can I start off with some Wellington bias? Yeah, uh, Wellington bias warning everyone. What was more enjoyable from a Wellington perspective? Was it Ben Sears getting Mitch Hay out uh, in extraordinary fashion to end that game of cricket against the, uh, the evil empire of the Cantabs, or was it Leo the Lion absolutely smashing the Hawks Bay uh, uh, mascot in the mascot race? Oh, that's, a very,
1: that's a very tough choice. Uh, given given losing the Ranfurly shield, I think Leo the Lion has uh, done Wellington rugby fans a real favour with his performance. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, beating Canterbury in cricket and for the last wicket to be as shambolic as that one was, uh, I mean... They're real 50-50 for me. I think maybe Leo the Lion <laughs> just edges it. We all love a mascot.
0: Brian a uh, Hawks Bay fan. Uh, care to make a comment? He's just shaking his head. Yeah, that head. was disgusting Wellingtonian behaviour. He deserves jail time. <laughs> jail time? He deserves Wellingtonian of the year. Wellingtonian of the year. Leo the Lion. Brilliant stuff. All right. Um, the Cricket World Cup. England. Oh my god! Like I knew they were out of form, but I didn't realise they were like bad, bad. I mean, like bad, bad.
1: Yeah, they're 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 very yeah they're poor. They're 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 very poor. Uh, it, it now makes you rethink the start of the tournament, that opening match with New Zealand. It, it just feels like, with the way that England have performed, New Zealand haven't really won a big game yet. Like, I mean, it felt like a big game at the time, uh, and and to absolutely pants them was fantastic. But now it looks like England are just not very good. And so we don't really know if New Zealand have put in a, a good performance at this World Cup just yet because of how poor England have been. So, you know, the next couple of matches for New Zealand are going to be so important. But at the same time, uh, you know, it, it is quite nice going on. You mentioned social media, going on social media and seeing some of the comments from some of my, uh, you know, I used to play uh, cricket over in England, going go and having a look at some of the lads in the uh, club and how they're reacting <laughs> to to this is, um, yeah, it's quite nice. It's quite nice to, to see them lamenting the performance and uh, and also the hope that they feel sometimes. You know, Ben Stokes was in yesterday when they were, what, five or six down for 120, and they're like, man, it'd be a great win from here, great to win the World Cup from here, hoping that Ben Stokes would save them. It's not going to (laughs) happen. It's not going to happen. So I like that the hope is killing them as well.
0: Yeah, I I, I take your point about who we're beating. Afghanistan, Bangladesh, England, Netherlands, right? They're 7th, 8th, and 10th. So in the relegation spots, uh, you could uh, have a bit of fun with they were competitive against india and they were so dominant in those games against those four nations so, you know i'm i'm probably not going to revisit as much what i'm more concerned about is who they're playing next i just don't trust australia i don't trust australian cricketers
1: yeah yeah and and i think yeah you're right that the performances were uh, were dominant by and large that that uh, new zealand had put in india they they ran india close what's interesting is I, i've been I've been looking at um, at the table and trying to just get my permutations right as you do in cricket, yep. obviously, and I, I absolutely think that New Zealand are going to make the semifinals. I think they'll win two of the next four games. Uh, I, I think that Australia is going to be very difficult, and, and Australia have been tough to predict at this tournament as well because for every good performance, there's been a pretty average performance, I think, from them. So they're hard to predict. But I, uh, I suspect Australia are going to win out for the rest of this tournament, which uh, is scary uh, to me. <laughs> I, I think they're going to be very good. I, I think it's going to be India, South Africa, New Zealand and Australia making the semi-finals. with New Zealand in that fourth spot. And this is why I think these next couple of games are so important against Australia and South Africa, is if you want to avoid maybe India in the semi-final then I think you're going to have to win a couple of big games uh, right about now to avoid a much tougher semi-final that said you're still going to be left with South Africa or Australia in the semi-final if you do avoid India so it's uh, you know I, I guess you're not going to win either way really
0: no, no, although you, you, you need to go down the path. The Louis Herman Watt theory um, of uh, Cricket World Cups is you've just got to manufacture things so you play South Africa in a semi final uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, and a spare of thought for England. Uh, their next games against India and Australia. Ouch. Could be one and yes, good. Good luck to them. Good hey, luck I, I, them. Yeah, good luck to them. Um, I, I'd like to talk about this our record against Australia. Uncomfortable fact warning, we have not beaten them in a one day international since February 2017. Uh, even more uncomfortable fact, we have not beaten Australia outside of New Zealand in a one day international since February 2009. That's 13 straight losses outside of Australia, uh, outside of New Zealand. Of course, most of those have come in Australia, but there has been some at um, our World Cups and neutral venues. Do we have um, a mental issue with Australia?
1: that's a long time ago isn't it 2009 i was a little baby teenager uh, just just coming out of journalism school that's so long ago that's quite um that's quite confronting and i think there is a mental block because every time i mean the stats show it there but every time that we play australia away it just feels like you don't have a chance there you know new zealand were in very good form uh, a couple of years ago and it seemed like when they went over to australia things might uh might might change they it might be better, and uh, Australia basically put on a clinic in that uh three match series uh, I think it was uh, Z- zampa and co were were terrific with the ball, and New Zealand never got going so I think there is some kind of uh mental block there I think it is intimidating when they open up the bowling with somebody like uh Mitchell Stark and uh, for me watching and, and i 'm sure many other cricket fans see Mitchell Stark at the top of his run up, and it doesn 't matter who 's opening the batting. it can be devin Conway, it can be whoever and you 're just thinking oh god it 's mitchell stark you 're not you 're not thinking about how great our players are you 're just thinking, oh man, like this guy yeah. is is superb so i I do think there is a block there, and I do think that that doesn't mean that I don't think New Zealand can win this game, because, like I said, I think at times Australia haven't actually performed that well. What worries me is that I think that maybe Australia are just warming up and and getting themselves into really good shape for for heading into the semi-finals, and that is um, that's not a prospect that I'm I'm looking forward to. But but yeah, I mean, th- a big win in a game like this can certainly lift that hoodoo that does appear to be in place.
0: But it works both ways, doesn't it? Yes, New Zealand made the last two Cricket World Cup finals, but Australia, look, I think they look forward to playing us because I think they know they've got a mental edge.
1: Yeah, yeah. And anyone who plays sport at a, at a decent level knows that that, that that can happen. Like once you've got the wood on somebody, uh, you just play so much better when you're at ease and and you're looking forward to playing the game. And I think that's how Australia do feel against New Zealand. They're at ease playing against New Zealand. They, they know what we're about and they know that often when the times get tough, uh, they're going to pull through. Uh, I mean, it happens in, in, in sport at all levels. I know for my cricket club, we, we've never been able to beat the East's cricket team. And, and I think many teams in in Wellington uh, will feel the same about this, <laughs> this beast that East's were. They were always in the game and it's so frustrating. Um, you, you know, you'll be in good shape and then somehow you'll lose. Um Fortunately, we beat East at the weekend, and so hopefully New Zealand will do the same with Australia and and, and break that hoodoo.
0: I hope Lads Dry's listening because you've just given him great pleasure. You've given I him great so, pleasure.
1: Uh, yeah, um, rugby <laughs> World Cup nerves. What are they? Uh, I, I don't. I don't have any. I, I I have zero nerves at all, and the reason for that is that. I never expected New Zealand to be at this point in the tournament. Uh, so this is all a, a very enjoyable ride. I, I I understand that people will be feeling nerves and, and feeling nervy heading into the final. But at the end of the day, I think New Zealand has outperformed what they were expected to do. And so now they go into this game and I think all the pressure is on South Africa. They, they are the defending champions. They have been a much better team over the last cycle of you know, four years. Um, everybody's talking about the bomb squad and how they're going to bring seven Fords off the bench and how the weather is, is lining up in South Africa's favour, that, that the uh, kicking game is probably going to be uh, on display rather than necessarily running rugby in the rain. Um, they've got some, some guys who are fantastic at the breakdown who are going to come off the bench and, and probably mess that up for New Zealand in the, in the final stages. So I think uh, South Africa are very well placed to, to go, try to go back to back and be the first team to win a fourth Rugby World Cup, which means that I feel no nerves whatsoever about where the All Blacks are sitting. And I think that they can go into this game as the underdog, which, which feels terrific. Like, I mean, they've got nothing to prove. They can just go out and play their rugby and try to blow the South Africans away, which I think is absolutely possible as well.
0: Good man, Ben. Glad you're in that space. I wish I could join you. I really wish I could get there. I'm trying desperately to get there. I'm struggling to get there. I'm stuck in traffic. Thanks so much, buddy. Go have a great week.
1: No problem. And I, I would just say I uh, I heard your uh, your reference to a bunch of horror films the other day, and I think the biggest horror film for most people is Invictus, isn't it? That that was a horror film. <laughs>
0: Oh, that is so true. Matt Damon winning a Rugby World Cup. God, who would have thunk it? Thanks so much, Ben. Great shout. Uh, the Bulletin with Ben Strang, senior journalist at Radio New Zealand. Of course, a sports commentator. Great to get him on the programme. He's a regular contributor. Uh, always appreciate his time and insight. Seven away from 11 back after this. Invictus. victors. Oh.